What time is it? Hello, welcome to Improv O'Clock with the Makeup Artists. I am Adam Shah. I'm the script reader and I will be reading from a script today. The rest of this lot will be dangerously off script. We are Jim, Josh, Harvey, Addy, Rob and Lauren. Those with a delicate ear need to be aware that this lot tend to have foul mouths. You don't say you weren't warned. Now we enter a section of the podcast called Questions O'Clock. This week's questions are famous jokes. I'm not looking for punchlines. I want some creativity. Tim, what did the scarf say to the hat? It said that there are noisy bastards outside my bedroom window. And they're really annoying me right now. That sounds like a very weird topic of conversation for a scarf and a hat. I'm not going to lie, but you know what? It sounds like they live similar lives to us, and I, I respect that. Lauren, how many psychiatrists does it take to change a light bulb? I'm hoping just the one, because you'd think that if they've got like a good um, degree or do you need a doctorate to be a psychologist, then they could probably change a light bulb. I think that was a little bit more philosophical than we were looking for for a punchline, (laughs) but do you know what? (laughs) I'm going to move on. Harvey, what room do ghosts avoid? They avoid the... (laughs) Movies. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I've decided. I've decided. That's not even a these, room. These, it is. It's a room in some no, people's houses. No, it is when you're Harvey. They have a lot of money, and I've decided that these ghosts are ghosts of cows, so they avoid the movies. Fucking hell. Just, I, I don't really know how to respond. Um. Jesus, goddamn Christ. I need to be more drunk when we do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the most sober I've ever been when we've done this, and it's a very different experience. Um, Maddie. <clears throat> yeah. An Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scotsman walk into a bar. What happens next? They all discuss Brexit and all of their views and what an absolute tragedy the whole goddamn thing was for everybody, no matter where you stood. And then they all have a wee dram. They had a wee dram for our listeners, that is what she said, um, which was a very French way of saying something very Scottish. Um, hey, but I liked no, it. No, I've been working on my <laughs> Scottish accent. Okay, I've been working have on you? it. How hard? I think it's, it's not improving much. <laughs> really hard. Scotland via Calais. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I went you don't to know a French... their roots. <laughs> I went to a French-Scottish <laughs> restaurant the other day, and so, you know what? It, it kind of fits. I'm going to keep it. Um, sure. Josh, why did the chicken cross the road? Oh, well, I assume it was because he needed to get to the other side. But only because he was being chased by a hundred angry foxes. Well, that was more of a wondering than a punchline, but do you know what? I, feel I don't like have a kind punchline for you. What do you want me to say? The chicken just went to the other side. He went over for foul purposes. No, this is real life, Adam. Okay, chickens have to cross roads because foxes chase them. Yeah, that's right. I'm getting some real life onto the podcast. Chickens have problems. 
You know what? You've got me there. I admit defeat. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> 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 so now it's time to play some games. The scene prompts have not been seen by these guys, so everything they say will be made up. In our first game, party guests, Josh will be hosting a party. One by one, the guests will arrive. These guests are weird. These guests are Jim, Abby, and Lauren. When Josh has guessed what is making them weird, they will leave the party. Josh, can you mute us, please? Mm-hmm. Let's just make sure that Josh cannot hear us. Josh, can you hear us? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, okay, but he hasn't muted himself, so hopefully he won't randomly say anything. Um, so, Lauren, you are a scatter cushion thief. Um, make of that what you will. <laughs> I just. Please help me. <laughs> Why does this man make so much noise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do, Jim. Help me. <laughs> I don't know. Do I have to come back in? Gosh, can, oh. gosh, can you hear us? Hello? Gosh. I'm going to wave and get his attention. And he, he's can back, Josh. Back now? No, you what? can't come back. But when, when you leave, shut the fuck up. Because it's difficult to hear what's going on. We'll just hear you scatting in the background. I have my mic away from my face. Good girl. And Josh just runs right as he goddamn pleases. And it's not on, Josh, okay? Don't give a shit, Maddie. I'm going to mute myself again. I'm going to model some good behaviour. Okay, right. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Oh, take that as a Gosh, you just need to press, click the mute button, click the microphone button on the on the screen, and it'll mute your mic. Gone. Can't okay, hear. Right. He's can't hear you. So, okay, that's good. That's good. Um, so Why are still <laughs> scatter cushions, yes. Yeah, you're still a scat- you're still a ca- scatter cushion thief. You remain a scatter cushion thief. Um, t- Harvey, it just says Tarzan. So again, just. It just says the word Tarzan, so you can do what you want with that. And um, and Jim, you are <laughs> travelling Jehovah's Witness, who hasn't been invited to the party, <laughs> but has turned up at just the right time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is party guests when Josh gets back, so let's wave at him. Hello, Josh. He's, not, he's looking everywhere but the screen. <laughs> oh, dear. It's fine, because he'll give us a cute little wave in a second. See, told you. <laughs> so come host this party, Josh. This is party guests. This is a lovely party I'm having. Uh, I'm having a beer. Perhaps a brew dog beer. Perhaps their lost mango brew dog beer. Oh, oh, it's tasty. I can. Oh, my door. I better go answer it. Hello there. Hello. Hello. It's lovely to see you. Oh, and your house looks fantastic. Have you just decorated? Oh, it's just a cave in a in a cliff, but I'm glad you like it. Put but up I those can seashells. See you've been to, I can see you've been to. Is it TK Maxx? This uh, these cushions are from. Is it is it Wayfair? Have we have we gone and pushed the boat out? Where have we got these from? I've found them on the beach, and I've just put them in this room. 
but thanks for thanks for noticing. I'm glad that's, you that's like them. Right. Um, how many do you have? Thirty-six. So would you notice if one went missing? Uh, yeah, these are my favourite cushions. That all thirty-six all right. of them have names. Oh, have you suddenly gained ten in the last two seconds? I've always had thirty-six. We are a weird party guest. Who invited you? I'm not 100% sure. Oh, sorry, my door's going again. Hello! Welcome to the cave. Oh, I can't hear you. That's nice. Oh, it's lovely to meet you. Whoever you are. Make a noise. Beer. You're a beer? You don't look much like a beer. <laughs> How about I get you one of my Brewdog Lost Mangoes? Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're very welcome, sir. Follow me into the, the kitchen area. There you go. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave you here with the beers. My door's gone again. Hello, come in, please. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I've never actually made it past it, the threshold before, but uh, hello. I saw the light, and, and now I'm here to teach you all about it. What light? I haven't got any the lights light. in here. It's oh. very dark. There's <laughs> a light on the inside, and that's what you need to find. Okay. Um, well, that sounds riveting. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, first step is you must accept and open your heart. And as soon as that is done, you will also be accepted. I, I'm going away now to see my other guests. And I think you should think about what you say to me next. Choose your next words carefully, my friend. <laughs> Hello again. I see you're still admiring the cushions. Anything else? I'm take indeed. Fancy? I'm loving these 35 cushions that you have. Um, Six. Where did the 36th one go? Where's Jeremy gone? Not 100% <laughs> sure, but um, I, I need to leave now because I've enjoyed your party so much, but I need to go home. Hold on a minute. You, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, but he's a kleptomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's too much of a stretch that I'm not going to give it. So I'm you enjoying can that, yeah. <laughs> have, have some more chat with her and more guesses. Are you just a kleptomaniac? Do you really like stealing cushions from branded places? Yeah, well done. It, it, that's uh, it. Yeah, I'm stealing cushions. Cool, okay. Now fuck off and give me Jeremy back before you go. <laughs> I better go back over to the beers and see my other uh, friend. Hello there. How did you enjoy the brew dog? Beer, nice. I thought you'd like it. You seemed like the kind of man since you came in and said beer immediately. Can I uh, tempt you with these beans that I've made? It's a it's a seven bean salad. Where, Jane? Well, uh, Jane's not coming till later. Who, who is Jane? I don't have any friends called Jane. I've just realised. Jane, nice lady. I'm sure she <laughs> is, yeah, but I'd like to know who she is. Is she coming? Did you invite her? Because that's not okay. I said no plus ones. Jane, always here. Okay, that's weird. Is she dead? Is she like a ghost? <laughs> okay, Tarzan can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, well done. That, that was Tarzan. So Harvey, leave the party, please. Yeah. Okay. Here's my last guest. How are you enjoying yourself? 
I mean, I was enjoying myself fine until I realized that this uh, this beverage that you handed me turned out to be a beer, and I shouldn't have anything that will taint the soul. You're a Latter-day Saint, aren't you? Are you a Mormon? Or some some sort of religious sect? Yeah, I'll, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. That. It's a Jehovah's Witness. Um, I'll read you the sentence. Oh, actually. God. It's, it's a traveling Becky Jehovah's... Becky was here, she'd riot. I'll tell you what it is, Josh. It's a traveling Jehovah's Witness who hasn't been invited to the party, but has turned up at just the right time. <laughs> yeah, you did that very well. Because nobody's going to guess that word for word. Um, I loved, <laughs> well, I loved Harvey. Not? I feel like um, Jane, nice lady, is verbatim from his teenage diary, and that makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever dated a Jane, if I'm honest. But... <laughs> I didn't like Jane is always here. What, is she like <laughs> omnipresent? Is she Christ? She's just always with Tarzan, isn't she? I don't think, I don't think I've seen Tarzan without Jane. Oh, you you rarely do. That is true. Apart from all those uh, years, Tarzan grew up in the jungle on his own. Yeah, but you don't see You've that. Seen him then. <laughs> the sweet lordy. Okay, so <laughs> brace your pants. What time is it? Improv o'clock. <laughs> Our next game is called On Script. This game, Maddie and Harvey will be creating a scene together, but unfortunately, Harvey is not off book yet. He will be taking all of his lines from a play. In this scene, yep. Harvey is a dance coach and mother to his child, Maddie, who is about to perform in her first competition. And go. Mummy, I'm so nervous. Whenever I think of you, it's with a cigarette and a gin. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Mummy, but I'd really like it if we could just focus on me tonight. I know you have a drinking problem and I know I cause you so much stress. I'm really trying my best here. People die in accidents all the time. They must have some <laughs> spare. Mummy, are you threatening me? <laughs> I went down on Stella all the time. Didn't hurt her. Stella? Mummy? Stella isn't here tonight. What did you do? Do you want a bath? <laughs> a bit late for that. I'm on stage in about three minutes. <laughs> you never fucked a man before you killed him, did you? Years old. Oh, jeez. I've never murdered anybody. <laughs> I know you want to punish me, trying to make me live through this. Through my dance recital. I think it's the least you can do, seeing as you're the one that made me audition for this bloody school in the bloody first place. God is merciful. He chose you. I hope so. It would be wonderful if I got into the academy. Then maybe you'd love me again. Your sexual indiscretions are of no interest to anyone. But the stability of the nation's moral is. You are a guardian of those morals. You will answer to God for the collapse of this country and your family with lead. All I did was hold hands with Charlie in the Wendy house. What's God got to do with that? Why are you so cynical? You made me that way, Mummy. You made me have a thick skin. Can you describe his genitals? Mummy, put the gin down. <laughs> oh, God. You want me to help you? I think it's the least you can do. Can I kiss you? 
unseen. <laughs> I I think we should just use Sarah Kane every week. <laughs> I felt like sidestepping that left, right, and center. Harvey Marsh, <laughs> grotesque. Look at him; he's in awe of this goddamn script. <laughs> well, I didn't even get to four forty-eight. <laughs> How well-worn is that bloody copy? I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, we know you like it. <laughs> That's the problem, my friend. Yeah. Arr, 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 testicles. Wow. Impressive piece of audio that links two pieces together. Wow. This is an improv clock. This is my second podcast. How to headbutt pigeons. Wow. And the next game we have is called Director. For this game, producer Jim becomes Director Jim as the actors in this film try their best to meet his demanding requirements. In this film, Lauren and myself are two criminals on the run from the police and stumble upon Josh, no-nonsense landlord of a local pub, who is more than happy to hide us from the cops. Jim will take charge when he wishes. Go. I think we've lost them. I think we've lost the police. My God, I can't believe we finally lost them. And why do you sound so calm? Oh, Jesus, I, that was the most harrowing crime I've ever committed. I'm the psychopath here, remember? I'm the one that stays calm. We, I see that pub in the distance. It's always good to get a beer after you've committed some heinous crime that I can't think of right now. Let's go towards the pub. Damn it, Lauren, you're a maverick. I can't believe you want to go to a pub at a time like this. But you know what? I'm a little thirsty too, so let's do it. Off we go. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Hello there! It's me, Frank Jengles, the landlord of this establishment. Frank, can you please help us? We really need a drink. We've committed a horrible crime and the police are after us. I don't know why I'm being so honest with you right now, to be quite honest with you. But let's be fair. We need whiskey and we need it quick. Lauren, stop talking. People get, shivved. people get shivved in the joint for this sort of stuff. You can't be telling people about our crimes. What are you doing? Don't you worry. I've got your back. I've committed several felonies in my time. You follow old Jengles and I'll get the whiskey flowing. Will it be scotch for the both of you? I'm going to say yes because I don't really drink whiskey. Scotch would be delightful, my friend. Please tell all us, right, tell us tales of all your old crimes. Well, that was that one time I punched a goose. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my way at the bank, so I, I hit him as hard as I could. You know what? I knew a woman once who uh, kicked a goose up the arse with a shoe. <laughs> made a squelching like... noise when it came out. Sounds like my ex-wife. She was always kicking gooses. Geese. Sorry. I forgot how the English language works. And then I had a son, but he changed his name and joined an improv troupe. Because he was ashamed of my past crimes. Jimmy's name was Jim Jungle. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, director oh, Jim God. is coming in now. Um, no, your son was not Jim Jangles. I hate to break it, it to you. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. I think you've been drinking a little bit too much of the prop whiskey. Um, I don't know what you're on about. Um, I, I, I believe um, that a good pub landlord um, doesn't sound like you do. Josh, I would say a good pub landlord sounds very shouty and very aggressive at all times, but you know that he comes from a place of love. That's something okay. you can work with, yeah? Yes. Um, 
I feel like um, the, the the crime is so horrific uh, that Lauren, it has uh, it has altered your accent for good. <laughs> so you're, but it, it's completely ma- like mashed your brain up to the point of you're trying to um, get a Welsh accent and a Texan accent at the same time. Waxen. A Waxen. Accent. I can only and... say Gavin in Welsh. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Adam, you, uh, you've been nominated for an award. Um, it's the award for the most amount of words to describe a simple thing. Let's start from the top, guys, and action. Well, I, for one, am perturbed, and I feel as though I must confess. The crime that we have committed today is a heinous one, and we should be tried as such. Or, well, perhaps we shouldn't. Maybe we should take refuge nearby, young Lauren. God dang it, Sha! You <laughs> <laughs> need to calm the fuck <laughs> calm the fuck down. Let's go after this pub, and we can calm down to have some dang it whiskey. <laughs> no. It is interesting to me that at times when we have conversations, your accent comes through fairly strongly. But you you have a, a sort of you know a mixture of accents. But today, for some bizarre reason, the only one that I'm getting is is the Texan side. And I know that you're half Texan, half half Welsh. You know, you've, we've been friends for you know seventy years. <laughs> We're old criminals now, and I just can't believe. <laughs> can't believe that i can only hear texan in there what's wrong are you okay i know that we've just murdered 13 orphans but you kind of you've got to you got to pull yourself together well my friend garvin uh, told me once that he could only hear it when i said the word garvin <laughs> oh god My knees go out because apparently we're what ninety. <laughs> At least, surely. <laughs> we're seventy. We're seventy-one. Um, but let's head over to this pub <laughs> over here and enter through the threshold. And lo and behold, look before us, Lauren. There is a pub landlord here. Good day, sir. Could you tell me, do you have any ales for us? For we have committed many, many heinous crimes, and we must confess them to you because you also look like a man of criminal cloth. Ladies and gents, it's me, Frank Jingles, the proprietor of this establishment. Come in, I'll get you a scotch and tell you about the time I embezzled money from Guide Dogs for the Blind. (laughs) (laughs) First, what have you two been up to, you rapscallions? Oh, God dang it, apparently we've killed 30 orphans. Thirty? Why stop there? Get them all done. Orphans are a waste of time and resources. I've always said so. Well, you know, it's interesting you should say that because we've been looking for a third crew member to join our organisation and all the country slaughtering orphans hither and thither. How would you like to join us? You can count 
Oh, jingles in. The pub life, I've been living it too long. Too long have I been pouring scotch for other men when I could have just poured it for myself over solid gold pants and chalices. That's the life I want to leave. Let's go. I'm sorry, we... Uh, we we now cut uh, to uh, in this is in the director's cut. We now cut to to Mr. Jengles trying to put on solid gold pants. <laughs> Whoa now, these aren't very movable or very breathable. <laughs> Let's see if I can get them round the mighty trunks I call my legs. Oh God, they're pulling all the hairs out of my legs. Ah! <laughs> ah! That's great. They're over the ankles. <laughs> now for the really painful part. Ah! <laughs> ah! Oh no! Yeah, that's 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 definitely enough of that. Unfortunately. <laughs> 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 that noise is going to live in my head rent-free for the next few days, and I'm I just can't wait. Um, so I think we now to we we should move the scene on a little bit. Um, Shah, I'm enjoying the 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 award. Uh, but you you've you've nailed the award now. Um, and it was almost getting to the point of you. It was like a CBB's bedtime story. Um, so, so that's where you're going now. Is is how is a CBB's bedtime story. Lauren, your accent can go back to normal, uh, should you so desire. Um, okay, fair enough. But you can only. Uh, I'm going to pull from a, a film we did a, a while ago. Um, every uh, fourth word that you say um, has to be heinous. And okay. uh, and and Josh. Um, you, you've agreed to join the gang, but uh, you now want uh, the gang to have a theme tune. So you're going to try and do everything in your power to get a theme tune for this gang uh, to, to, to be played. Um, you've got the van set up. You've, you've, you're already ready to, to burn the CD. Um, you know, whatever song takes your fancy is where it goes. And, uh, and, and let's action again. So let me tell you a little bit about the crimes we committed tonight. Because, you know, it, it brings me great joy. And really, that's what it's really all about, isn't it? But this yes, evening, they, we... Oh, yes, no, they were heinous. Uh, it's so awful, heinous, what we did. Heinous. Oh, yes. That, thank you for your input there, because that really just... Your enthusiasm just... Warms my cockles of my heart. So let me let me regale you, young Jingles. We um we crept. Just stop right there, one second. I think you need some background music. How about I try this? It's I'm in the mood for dancing by the Nolans. You know it. I'll sing you a bit if you want. I'm in the mood for dancing. I'm dancing. Perfect for perfect for the moment. You carry on. That was, that was great, Henius, but I'm not sure, Henius, if that works or Henius, this moment in Henius time. Yes, I agree. Um, so tonight we headed over to uh, St. Catherine's orphanage for girls and we busted in there with some lovely machetes and we sliced up the sisters of the of the 
convent that were protecting the children. And then we sliced up the children some more. 30 of the little buggers. And, you know, I like the cut of your jib. So hopefully we can hit another one next week. That's all from me tonight. Sleep well. You know what machetes remind me of? That classic Fleetwood Mac song. Don't stop. Because you don't want to stop killing orphans. Let me sing you a little bit. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. It'll soon be here. And seen, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, my voice. Frank really takes uh, it out oh. of you, being Jangles. Frank, <laughs> Jangles murdered your voice. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, oh, it's, it's Jingles. Okay. I called you J- Jing- Young Jingles. That's my bad. Yeah, I know. I wasn't pleased. What time is it? Improv o'clock. And as we move toward the end of this podcast... Oh, there's no... Um, there's normally like a little a simile or something there. Oh, I mean, if you one. want to add one in, by all means, please do. And just as the mountain crumbles to the sea, <laughs> so do we crumble towards the end of the podcast. We just have time for a discussion. Slot <laughs> <laughs> have proven they will argue about anything, and they are now going to prove that by answering this question that was sent to us from Harry Belfast. If you swap lives with any celebrity for a week, who would it be and why? Oh, what a cracking question. Oh, Thanks, Harry. Question. Yeah, Harry, thank you. Um, I would love to be... Oh, I... It's going to have to be either Beyonce, I mean, because think of the power, or Bradley Cooper. Imagine being that gorgeous, that powerful. Um, yeah? No, no. Lara Croft. She counts as a celebrity, right? I mean, if, if you want her to count as a celebrity, you can do. We're talking 2D Lara Croft, 3D Lara Croft, film version Lara Croft. I was about to ask the same question. Are you game version or are you film version? Game version. I know I should probably go vintage and have the triangular bosom. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. Um... Oh, I mean, there's there's several obvious answers. Um, but the drummer from Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> I need more detail here. <laughs> He's minted. Um, and... Nobody knows who he is. And he has an absolute whale of a time. He's got the anonymity and he's got millions of pounds in the bank. So basically, you want the balance between being that that powerful and, yeah, nobody knowing who you are. So you could just go about your business and have that privacy. If you're using that, um, that logic then, would you not prefer to be Tony Hawk's? Because according to him, nobody knows who he is either. Um, people tell him all the time he yeah. looks like him, but no one actually knows he's him. Um, and then you'd be great at skateboarding too. Would you be good at skateboarding though? Well, that's the Both thing. You Do you actually continue with the skills? Or are you yeah, just because you're becoming you that person. For a week. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, sorry, no, no it's swap, swap lives for a week. So I'm, I'm picturing more of like a... I'm interpreting Harry's question a little bit, but a bit more like a like a like a wife swap. You know, you you swap houses, 
and you swap schedules routines there's a tv show um that i caught when i was in a hotel the other day and it was like where rich people go on poor people holidays and poor people go on rich people holidays and it sounds like it shouldn't be a thing that runs but it it is absolutely insane and this is the kind of thing i'm thinking that this would be so you swap and so he comes and lives in my little village lincolnshire village house and i go and live in the mansion uh i would pick ed sheeran by the way because the man has a pub in his garden um mm. not like not like when people say they've got a pub in their garden and it's like a little no, he has an like actual he's got pub. an actual pub in his garden see i'm, I'm Just... gonna have to change my answer I'm going to have to change my answer now because... Um, didn't even know what your first answer was, Harv, so you didn't have <laughs> well, to say... What was your original answer, your answer. Originally, originally, I was going to go with Dave Grohl because he has such a cool life. Like, experiencing that thrill of playing to a couple of hundred thousand people, that would be amazing. Playing a Foo Fighters show, singing to all them people, that would be amazing. Um, or even possibly Anthony Kiedis from, from Chili Peppers. Either one of them pretty cool but if i don't get their talent then that's going to be quite a letdown for the hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> that have gone to this concert um and it's not going to be as enjoyable for me when they start throwing tomatoes um so who brings tomatoes to a concert in this day and age everybody, everybody. <laughs> it's like, let me just get some tomatoes, tomatoes from the veg patch <laughs> then what else are you going to snack on <laughs> crisps so now I would probably say the Queen because then I can go and live in Buckingham Palace or all the other palaces and castles that she has for Bad a week, Georgia. drive all the cars, can knight a few people if I want to. So, yeah, I'm going to go for By that. By that one. logic then, I change mine to Alan Titmarsh. Imagine just frolicking in his garden. My God. I'd love to be Titmarsh. Oh, Monty Don! Uh, no, Titmarsh over Monty any day. Oh my God. I've gone down two routes in my head. I've gone down the, um, if I were to actually become that person, uh, Georgia Tennant, because I would be the wife to David Tennant and everything in my life would be complete. Or I would go with The Rock, because if I'm going by Shah's logic and I'm swapping lives with The Rock, I really want to see how The Rock would cope with my life. More than me coping with his. I just want to see how he would just deal with all of the, the stuff in my life I have to deal with. I think that would be really entertaining television. And watching him in front of my students would be the cherry on top of that. Yeah. But surely if, if The Rock became a teacher for the week, surely the majority of your students would know who The Rock was and that would make it a lot easier for him because he'd probably just have to talk to them about all of his experiences for a week. And they'd all fangirl. They'd be like, oh, my God, it's The Rock. They'd probably ask him to, like, people's elbow somebody. He'd have a way. We all want to see The Rock try and lesson plan. I want to see him, one, try and teach English, and two, I want to try and see him cope with my head of department, who is absolutely fantastic but really terrifying, and she wouldn't take any shit. Like, I don't care that you're The Rock. You're teaching these these kids about uh, Refugee Boy, which is, you know, what we're teaching your rates. And she's not having any of that nonsense that, uh, no, you're not teaching this. You are teaching what I tell you to teach. I I mean, he's not going to teach English great, is he? Because he's American, so they speak it all backwards anyway, so... He's not going to teach English great because he's American. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well no, I think we've set the standard now. <laughs> the 
bar is thus, already so low. <laughs> thus, our um, our American audience gone. Of all the celebrities <laughs> that we didn't want to ever piss off, we've now pissed off the Rock. So, so when? No, when I don't think we have. Few... Oh, I want to see him do my life. I mean, Harvard's just gone. He won't teach English that good. He, everything he does is is fantastic. Rock. Oh yeah, no, I, I I said he'd have a great week teaching. Yeah. Not, but Lauren said that you know he'd have to do it properly and teach to the curriculum and things like that, and I'm not sure that would be. Hey, for all we know, The Rock could really be into his books, all right? Exactly. But what I would really like to see, you know, is him trying to fit on our double bed because that is not going to happen. Jim, you're going to the spare room if there's ever. <laughs> oh, oh, he actually gets to sleep with Jim as well. This is this yeah. is great. You come home when the week is up. You come home when the week is up, and The Rock and Jim are spooning so oh, tenderly. This is what I need. Even worse, The Rock's just bombing Jim. <laughs> The Rock's just giving it to Jim. Oh. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. That's the thing here, Lauren. If you're swapping with him for a week, you you cross in the night. You ain't seeing The Rock. Jim gets to spend a week sleeping right, with The Rock. That's fine with me. I'm sure his wife. I haven't seen his wife, but I'm sure he has a beautiful wife. Life is good for me, too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Mine is um, it's quick. I'd like to be Ben Affleck because the aura he gives off is strange. He could be in the the nicest. <laughs> He could have the nicest things happen to him in the world. I've seen a picture of him touching Jay- Jennifer Lopez's ass, which is a dream for many, many people, okay? And he yeah. looks like someone's just come up to him and pissed on his kids right in front of him. I've never seen anyone look more sad in a happier predicament. <laughs> that is a powerful aura. So I'd like to live one day of his life and do the amazing things he does and work out how he's still so upset or looks so upset about everything. There you go. Can I just say Dwayne Johnson's wife is called Lauren? It's so totally meant to be. No way. Lauren and Lauren. But it's that would be like Taylor and Taylor Lautner. Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner. Oh, yeah. and that's... oh. Is that a celebrity couple that happened? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Jim. Come out from under that rock. Get with it. The weather's um, lovely. <laughs> I'm really sorry that I tend not to, to care about uh, celebrities <laughs> and their relationships um, because it doesn't affect me in any way. I think that that is a lovely place to end the podcast. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to Improv O'Clock. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, goodbye. everybody. Bye. Bye. This has been Improv O'Clock and I've been Gareth. We're on social media at TMA Improv. Give us a like or don't. I'm not your mum or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!